Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Welcome to the On Second Watch podcast, and thank you for joining us today. This episode covers our official review of 1980's The Fog, after we've all rewatched this film, or in the case of myself and Dana, we've watched it for the first time. Now, before we begin, I just have to say that if I didn't know better, I would have thought the ghost pirate Blake and his crew of the Elizabeth Dane were trolling us, just as they were the townspeople of Antonio Bay. I mean, we had audio quality issues throughout People dropping connections mid-recording, Spaz's brother showing up at the wrong times, just like Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh, Spaz himself trying to outdrink the fisherman that kicked this movie off. Uh, somehow we pieced it all together and uh, we survived. So hopefully you can laugh along with us on this one. Also, if you want access to exclusive content, take a look at our Kofi page as we have video recordings of our How Would Sean Bean Have Died episodes premiere there and also access to supporter-only posts, and invites to join us in future recordings. You can also commission us to review a movie of your choice or take a look at our Kofi shop to pick up some on-second watch swag. And finally, before we jump into this review, I just wanted to invite you to share your nostalgia for our upcoming review of the ultimate family-friendly Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus. Now, I am absolutely determined to make this one our best episode ever, and we need your help. You can share your thoughts about this film on any of our social media accounts by emailing onsecondwatch at outlook.com, or best yet, you can record your thoughts at oswpodcast.com, and we'll add your audio recording to our episode. Thank you for all your support, and happy Halloween. All right, let's jump into this episode and see what spaz sounds like after drinking uh, a few pints of, I don't know, 40-year-old Captain Blake's The Fog Rum or something like that. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, Carrie, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. What up, folks in podcast world? No. Do you want to do you want to host this? I mean, we're doing the fog up in this bitch. 
Hey, if, if that didn't give you an idea what this episode's gonna be like, I don't know what will. You saucy minx. Jesus. What? what you <laughs> uh, sorry, oh. that was... Okay. That was to the beer. Yes, I'm sure. It I was. Sure. No, that actually was. I'm, I would never say that to your wife. I'm sure you wouldn't. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've never called her a saucy minx. Usually I call you or Chris that. Dude, when we got married on our wedding thing, you wrote down, there's still time. <laughs> Tim, there is. There's always time, damn it. Oh, wait. Stana. <laughs> Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> Dude, happy Halloween, bitches! <laughs> nah. Okay, I hope you're saving that one, too. Oh, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say that for every uh, episode in October. Oh, so man. You guys have so screwed me over. <laughs> no. No, this is all oh. out of love, man. Oh, okay. Well, if it's out of love, that's cool. I'll, I'll, we're good. You're doing it all yourself, oh. buddy. I know. I, that's what happens. Yes. What I have to say first is that when we sat down to watch this movie, uh, I think I was I was looking for it on any streaming service, and there was it wasn't anywhere yeah. for free, so we had to jump on Amazon Prime and pay the pay the money for it. Yep, same here. And uh, the quote that Dana had that I have to share is, "We had to pay for this shit." It better be a damn good movie. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> So, oh, uh, that's fantastic. I haven't paid for anything in a really long time. So I've had to pay for every single movie so far, so. Oh. What? Yeah, so. What's up? So it was, it was, uh, yeah, I, I just thought that we just kind of started off in the, the wrong direction, but. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like this is going to go Yeah, I know, well. yeah. It seems like Dana's going to love this movie. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny anything. So why don't we why don't we talk about uh, the new experiences? I don't know if you guys want uh, Dana and I go first since this is our first time seeing this. Or no, uh... yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Yeah. I want Dana to go first now. Yep. Nope. My God, that was just like a fast no, and it's like, nope. damn, Dana, I want to hear what you got to say. I'm still sticking with no. <laughs> Tim can go. I'm no. Tim, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, all right. Get, get, yeah, I never go first. Yeah, I know that's no, maybe, kind of, it's kind of nice that you go first. Yeah, maybe this time you should. All right, fine. I'll go first. Um, so while watching this, I feel like uh, I, I couldn't help myself but think, okay, so the ghosts are coming back hundred years after they're they were plotted against and you know destroyed, and the town was founded. Like, do they have like a calendar and a clock? That soon as midnight hits, suddenly the ghosts roll in. I'm thinking, like, they had 100 years to plan this thing accurately. They got so, their Outlook reminder. Right? <laughs> yeah. Notifications going off, guys. Yeah. Hey. Ding, ding. And I feel like these ghosts are, like, the biggest trolls ever. I mean, not not they don't show up right away, but first, you know, you got church bricks exploding off the, the church. And you got pay phones all going off. So they have... Some concept of technology, I guess, if payphones are going off. Yeah. You got glass shattering, some type of earthquake, gas pump falls off, the car starts lifting in the air. I mean, I made a list of all the weird things that were happening. It's like, these ghosts planned this out for a hundred years to just troll these, <laughs> these citizens. <laughs> See, Tim, you could have done a uh, over-under right there. 
I, mean, I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many ways did the ghosts troll the citizens before they, uh, they started killing people? Yeah. And then, so the part of the thing that confused me was that the whole thing around was six people had to die to make up for this. This, I guess, the six people on the ship that were killed. Six? No, it was the six conspirators. Oh, the six conspirators. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They kill off three between midnight and one a.m. Okay, so they're they're halfway there. It's like, wow, we just. I guess we did it too fast. Let's wait. <laughs> Let's wait twelve hours, guys. We went way too fast. This, is, this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Let's, let's wait the dogs bark until 6 a.m. So, so they went back to sleep, you know, to bide their time. And then I, you get to the, uh, let's see, after things started going to hell again, the fog started coming back. So number four was killed. It was the, uh, the weather guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right away, when the fog starts rolling, they kill him. Yeah, Dan. Why would you kill anybody named Dan? I can think of a million reasons. Yeah, seriously. Oh my god, how dare you? <laughs> how that's, dare you? That's okay, it's my middle name too, so we're alright. Oh. oh shit, is it? <laughs> it is. Yep. God damn, I've known you this long, and you probably told me 80 times. But probably. Yeah, there we go. Okay, number one. So they kill him. So that's number that's number four. And they kill the old lady. That's pretty brutal. Number five. But then I'm confused because then it just seems like everybody's a potential victim and they're really trying to get only the descendants. So they're, they're, uh, they're scrambling. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. See, in uh, the 2005 version, the better version. Ugh, whoa. Wow. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I was waiting for that reaction. I actually, I, didn't they do it a lot smoother in that? Though? I honestly cannot remember anything from the 2005. Yeah, neither can I. I thought they did it a lot smoother than what they did in 1980. Version. So I don't know. So yeah, I I I don't have an answer. Like, <laughs> um, this movie is interesting as far as the plot goes. It is it is certainly not good. <laughs> 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 um, you know, don't get me wrong. I I enjoy John Carpenter. I really do. Like I've seen a few specials on this, and actually I watched a couple last night because my dad and I watched this, um, and then we watched some of the specials on uh, the, the anniversary edition. And the movie, the main reason he made this movie is like John Carpenter wanted a story about the fog. The fog is a character. They wanted to make it a character. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like I'm pretty sure like the plot and such came later. The main focus was like I want to make a movie about fog as as a character in this movie it was an entity and then afterwards came the plot and what's really funny is when they first showed the first viewing it was too short for a theatrical release so a ton of stuff was added on after the fact the payphone scenes the the jump scares the whole entire campfire story in the beginning Hmm. after the main movie was already Mm -hmm. shot yeah because you know what i I was telling Dan, it's like, man, this movie is way too long. This could have been done in 40 minutes. Oh, yep. yeah. I don't know what the original cut was, but I think the minimum you need for a theatrical release is 80, 80 minutes? Or okay. no, excuse me. That would have been, uh, I think originally it was 80 minutes. It was only 120 minutes. And I think it needs to be longer than that. Longer than an hour 20? Hour 20, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just, there was there was some stuff that was just like, okay, some the visuals and what he was doing, I, you know, I can appreciate that, but it just, it felt like it went on way too long. Yeah. And my, my big problem is they, 
so like they killed they killed the three guys at the beginning. I feel like they they killed off way too many people to start. Oh yeah. They got halfway through the list in the first 15 minutes. Um and then by the time the fog rolls in, it seemed like the final 15 20 minutes of the movie, it's like it's all this build up and then it's just like a, a race to the end, which I I wish there was there was more of the ghosts themselves and you know, it's like I don't know cuz I I think that how they created those monsters was was kind of cool just the eeriness of them. Yeah. And hey, they were the most polite ghosts ever. They literally knocked on every door. <laughs> it just it just reminds me of the home improvements uh, scene where he's just like knocking. He's like, "Let me in." Right? "Let me in." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's um god, I was, I was reading about it too cuz if I remember correctly, like they never really had any close-up shots of the ghosts. And it wasn't until like afterwards, like producers and such were like, you know, cause they were vying for, you know, popularity back then. And, you know, there was more graphic, scarier movies in 1980. And I remember, if I remember correctly, I think the producers was like, you need to have like scary close-up shots of the ghosts. Like in particularly that one scene with like the worm face. Yeah. Like yeah. that was never in it. That was all done like at, at the end. Yeah. Well, th- to be honest with you, it's kind of kind of uh, like the beginning, like with not seeing any of the creatures until I don't know. Kind of reminded me of, like the signs a little bit because uh-huh. you were able to see like hands and feet and a little bit of a body structure of it. And button like till the very end of it, that's when you got to see like the features of what was attacking you and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I that's. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. No, I was just say, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, we could we could punch holes in this plot because it is like paper thin. Yeah, oh yeah. But you know, I I couldn't help but to think after watching this film that even though I felt like I I could have used more of it, uh, that was just more substantial. It's like I felt, man, I I'd, I'd really love to just remake this movie myself. Oh, dude. I, yeah. Just like I feel like you could you could go in a million different directions and. and mm-hmm. And you kind of expedite the story in a way that it's it doesn't feel like there's this huge forty minute gap of like nothing. <laughs> Carrie, Dana, I want to I want to hear your guys' opinions. Oh, Dana gets to go first. All right, I- I'll accept now. <laughs> um, so it's better than Big Trouble in Little China for me, but I think I'm maybe just not a fan of John Carpenter. Sorry, Chris. That's, you that's, can, you... Nope, that's totally fair. <laughs> I mean, I mean you saw, have you, you've seen Halloween though, right, Dan, or no? No. So, I, I only have two movies to go off of, so that might not yeah, be fair. Yeah, yeah, I would rather, like, seriously, before you completely write them off, the ones that we've, we've watched are not. Yeah, they're, uh, they're like, not as tip-top, they're not his best stuff. Yeah, I would watch Halloween, and then I would watch The Thing. The Thing, yes. I agree with Chris on both of those accounts. The Thing is, I think, probably one of his best films. Yes. If not the I, best film. I would probably be able to give those two a chance just for the fact that I've actually heard of them before this podcast. So that probably might make it a little bit easier to take it in. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, that being said, like, if I would have seen this before Big Trouble, I think I'd have a much different view of john carpenter because it wasn't it, it wasn't the same it it was definitely uh i'm trying to think of the right way to word it 
it was it was definitely better done, but um, yeah, well, I mean, it just wasn't my my thing. Well, this one, <laughs> it, it wasn't rushed like uh, Big Trouble in Little China was, so it had a little bit more. No. But it still wasn't, I would actually rather prefer Big Trouble Little China over Fog. Be honest with I, I do feel me. I yeah I do feel like um he got a lot of inspiration for his his music for Big Trouble from this movie though, but it, or vice versa. See if you, oh, that, if you that, saw that, the if you saw that. Halloween, Nana, you right. would you would say most of this music he was should have been or is part of Halloween. That's every part of the like the soundtrack I heard. I was like, oh my god, this is. Am I watching that's, Halloween again? That's, that's because John Carpenter does the music in almost yeah, all his movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he I loves his synthesizers. Feel, yeah, I kind of feel like he does um, pulls like a Michael Bay and kind of recycles his stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure he does. Oh, he. And, you know, like whatever, the, uh, to each their own. But, um, I mean, I, I, I did watch the whole movie. <laughs> that's good. So, I mean, <laughs> right on. it's not like with Big Trouble where I literally at one point was like, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, it was your typical 80s cheesy kind of thing going on. Yeah. And, it's a popcorn yeah, flick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, I, I would have much preferred to see this first. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be as... Uh, negative is with big trouble but it just wasn't my thing and, and that's not not necessarily a knock at it so yeah no i don't think so i mean even yeah even me rewatching, it i was like don't be wrong like nostalgia wise like enjoying the movie with like my dad and stuff is like a blast like from a purely like is this a good movie <laughs> okay you said it too so that's okay then <laughs> yeah like even when i was watching it last night i was like I forgot. This does drag hard. <laughs> like I was like I was like dozing off. I was like, and I and I like it. But I was like, oh my god, I forgot this thing. Yeah, it, it, like there is no even pace. It is like snail's pace at times to like what is going on, and like really, this is where we're going. But like for me, it like there's a nostalgia factor that you know my dad enjoys it. I you know I enjoy. It. I think it's kind of fun. That's what amped it up for me a little bit. But yeah, by all means, this is not like yeah. a good movie, you know. Well, I think this is also, you know, a crystal clear example of not necessarily nostalgia impacting your thoughts on it. But the fact is that even if it's not a good movie, you still enjoyed watching it with your dad because that's the first exactly. thing you saw. It was you saw yeah. it with your dad. So it has some meaning to it beyond just the film itself. Right. So exactly. 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 That I was, I was um, feeling that way too. Just like from listening to you talk about it um, on the first part of the episode, I was just like, I can see why it meant a lot to you. Just the fact it's like you got all these really good memories with it, and that's kind of the cool thing about this podcast. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I got plenty of plenty of old movies that mean more to me just because of where they were at, in my life when I watched them. Uh-huh. And even if they're not a good movie, it's in my head they they stand a Certain test of time. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Carrie, you've been awfully quiet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not Carrie. Uh, oh, hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm 100% on the same page as Dana, and that's kind of what I figured, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> yes. I am not a John Carpenter fan at all. And I think that was resonated with my score. And actually, I've actually seen most of John Carpenter's movies, including like Escape from New York and stuff. So, so uh, okay. See, I don't even, I don't, I don't like Escape from New York that much. 
I mean, yeah, most people. I actually think I like that better than like some of the others. Like for, I I don't know. Maybe it's just. It, it could just be the 80s thing, right? So kind of like you're talking about yes. with, like, pacing, his movies just really drag for me. Like, And I think sometimes when I do watch older movies, especially, like, scarier, like, thriller movies from then, I don't know what it is, but I just find that they're, like, less exciting <laughs> than sure. perhaps more modern ones are. And that's not to fall. It's just kind of a sign of the times. But mm-hmm. um, Have you seen The Thing, though, Carrie? That's the only one I haven't seen. Oh my gosh. Like, so it's funny. I mean, like, and and it's totally fair. You know, if you guys aren't John Carpenter's fan, of that, I get that. Like, uh, but I do think like before you completely write them off, like you should definitely watch the thing. Cause to, to me, the yeah. thing and Halloween are probably like his top two, like best, like Halloween and even Halloween, in my opinion, it does. It's, it's slow at times. It is because mm-hmm. it was on AMC. Um, a couple nights ago and I was watching part of it and I was like it it those long panding shots of like Jamie Lee Curtis and like her girlfriends like walking down the street for like you know 10 15 20 minutes of the movie like it it drags a little bit whereas I think the thing is such a tense horror thriller that even if it feels like it's dragging it's not because it's you're so tense because of the way what the movie's about and that was done in 1984. So um, definitely give that a shot before you completely write them off. Do not watch, though, John Carpenter's Vampires, which I made the mistake of watching part of it last night and then turned it off 30 minutes into the movie because I knew going in it was one of his worst movies ever made. But, oh, my God, even I have a limit. <laughs> it even has James Sorry. Wood and Daniel Baldwin, and I'm like, yes, yeah, not Alec Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin. Uh, See, the thing I'm with Chris. The thing is awesome. I love the thing. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's a good movie. No, it is. It's a good movie. Unlike John Carpenter's Vampires. Oh, that was so bad. I was watching. Uh, yeah, I was watching it last night for a little bit. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I was on a John Carpenter kick. I watched The Fog, and I was like, "What happened?" I seen. I was like, "Chris, I don't, think, no. I don't think I've ever seen this." And I was like, "I knew going in, it was going to be terrible." Chris, Everyone we watched it, it together, terrible. man. Maybe I blacked it out of my mind because it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back to me now. I'm regretting that we did. It that. was so bad. I, well, oh. that was like that was eight, nine years ago. I didn't remember it, and I'm watching this again. I'm like, "Oh my god, this movie is a, like just a dumpster fire." It's so bad. It's kind of like the bats that you took me to see in the theater. First off, you know what? You leave that movie alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bats, bats is great. It was an okay. I'm not. It was an okay movie. It was a. It was good. I actually, I didn't enjoy that movie a lot. Bats is bats is absolutely terrible. Come on, it had Lou Diamond Phillips in it. Exactly. That's why. Well, that's what made the movie good. It's, Genetically muted bats escape, and it's, it's up to a bat expert and a local sheriff to stop them. I mean, come on. It's like that, any better uh, than that. It's like that uh, movie with the angels and um, Legion. Legion, yeah. It had uh, what? Paul Bettany. Yeah, it had Paul Bettany in it, so you know it had to be good because Paul Bettany was in it. And Dennis Quaid. Fuck, he was in it too. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tyrese Gibson. Was it? No way. Adriana Pagel. I'm going through it right now. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Why yeah, was that? Why, why was that movie so bad? I don't know. It had I a just, bunch I of good actors the, in it. The tagline's amazing. It had a bunch of good actors in it. Hold right. on to your halo. It's about to get biblical. <laughs> yeah, dude. Chris used that. You use that so much. That was the only there, good dude. thing from that movie. 
So and you're dead on because you, you brought it up our in part one. Yeah, I did. You, yep. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm bringing it back. So that's another this one. This horse ain't dead yet. How, <laughs> how did Sean Bean die in the Legion? He was at a gas station. That's it. It's a diner? God. Well, we're not going to review that movie, so we will never know. <laughs> Joke's on you. It's okay. It's paying us paying to review it. Tim brought the heat on that bitch. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay us to watch it anonymously, <laughs> dude. I will never watch Legion again in my life, <laughs> ever. Not for no podcast. I will never watch that movie. But if what it's for this there? podcast, I would. So Almost please, for the love of God, nobody spend your money to make us watch. No, that movie. no, no. If anyone's gonna spend any money, I sincerely hope. Don't, if anyone's listening, that you know, uh, Batman and Robin. No, <laughs> that is one horse we will never <laughs> consider. We're not going to do it on our own. I guarantee you that. Oh, we will. Not with that attitude. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Going back to the fog. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two quotes that I thought were the funniest things I've heard in a long time. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and I had to bring them up. So, Chris, maybe you know what I'm talking about. I, uh, I think I have an idea. So one of them was when the kid runs up and says, hey, mom, can I have a stomach pounder and a Coke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After lunch. That was freaking hilarious. I don't even know Dana, what a stomach pounder is. So yeah, Dana and I were laughing our asses <laughs> off at that. So she had to look it up. And Dana, do you remember what it was? Um, wasn't it like some type of an exercise? Yes. Can Dana, I have a stomach pounder? Yeah, it was what? a stomach pounder. It was it was like an exercise or some exercise like, program that John Carpenter thought sounded like an amazing food item. So he worked it into the script for that kid to say it. Way to go, John Carpenter. Thank you for that one. <laughs> what? I laughed my ass off when I heard that. I was like, oh my God. This is, not made for two, this is not made for 2020. Oh, yeah. That's fucking it's, hilarious. It's a gym exercise, not a food. I'm John Carver said it was a joke, but he's glad that people still talk about it. Yeah, because no one had any idea what a stomach pounder was. Is that like crunches? Who knows? I doubt it's got to be like crunches or sit-ups or something. I think like it's all just made up. <laughs> a stomach pounder. I left my ass oh. off when I heard that. And my, my <laughs> other favorite quote was at the beginning when uh the, th- the three three guys are on their boat and the guy is looking out on his binoculars he's like see what did he say he says there's no fog bank out there there's no fog bank out there hey there's a fog bank out there <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what's happening <laughs> that was late. yeah i just like the part where like we need to leave he's like i'm drunk enough <laughs> right <laughs> so you guys heard that enough for me so like yeah, some of these quotes in these movies is just like is like god awful. Like, I like the part where it's just like the whole unnecessary, um, the unnecessarily uh, complicated plot of like Tom Atkins driving down the road, random hitchhiker. Oh, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, we're gonna play the awkward name game and like not talk about our other's names. Next scene, naked in a bed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. I was like, is that how that works? Like, you just pick up random like people, and it's just like. Then they're introducing each other afterwards. I'm like, hey, Chris, huh. back in the late 70s, early 80s. Yes. 
That's how it works. It was just so unnecessary for the plot line, too. Right. They could have just already known each other. Yeah, they could have been dating or whatever. It was just right. like... See, yep, that's how... It had nothing to do with her hitchhiking and this movie. See, that's except what, for her making comments about like how she doesn't like it there. That's what happened in the 2004 or five version. They knew each other, so that's why they had the sex in the shower. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Has no one seen the early 2004 no. version no. other than me and Chris? I blocked it out. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't remember. They had any. sex in the shower. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> because they knew each other. Way to, way to go, way movie. to go, Superman. Unlike this movie where a hitchhiker, hey, what's your name? Doesn't matter. Let's have sex. Cool. As he's, as he's drinking a beer while he picks her up. Right. Dude, he, oh god, I missed that part. Yeah, he was. Yep. I didn't. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, he's wow. like, he's like huh? sip. <laughs> sip. I'd, like, this is getting real uncomfortable. Ay, ay, ay. So, I, I don't know. I Thinking about this movie, I I, I feel like the final two two murders or whatever by the ghost was just... So it was bad. Just, it was excessive because they... So bad. How much effort they put into just killing six people. Just, uh, come on. Dude, yep. the first three murders were cool. The, well, sorry. The first four mur- murders, I guess, were cool. The last two... Bullshit. Especially <laughs> the father at the end. That so here's one, what bothered me. That one. There were already has, people out on the water. Why yes. didn't they just kill more people that night? I exactly. Thank you, Carrie. I don't have Thank answers. You. Because they weren't the ancestors. That's the issue. They were going but, after the ancestors. But I don't think any of them were, except the priest was related to them. That's the thing that bothers me. It's like they mm-hmm. don't go into it. The three people they killed on the boat it just happened to be three people. On the boat, they they weren't related. They weren't part of the six conspirators. Well, I think the one person was, though. and the random old lady apparently was one. I don't think so. The yeah. only one that was affiliated by the diary that the priest found was the was the priest right. that was alive. Now but he it, was related because it was his grand, his great grandfather, or great 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 grandfather, or whatever, and that was it. And the reason that he was such he was brought up is because not only was there six conspirators. That conspired to crash the ship full of lepers. He then screwed the six conspirators and stole all the gold to make, you know, the world's biggest flipping gold cross. Yeah, I was going to shove it in a wall. Thank you, Chris. I was going to say, man, he gave the gold back. Why did you have to cut his head off? Made no sense to me. Because six must die. Mm-hmm. But six you, is better than one. I'm, that's cool. You got gotcha. you. <laughs> Fuck off, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you killed them all, though, man. Come on. You got your gold. You didn't need to cut the priest's heads off. That's bull. You can do better than that, John Carpenter. Well, I I think there's a novelization or some expanded written version of this that they do go into detail that everyone that died is linked back to the original founding members. They they explain it more in some novelization or some written material as opposed to really? what we got in the script. So they did kind of cover that their base is there, but there's just that one thrown out line by the by the father that just says, Oh, it's just six you know six founding members or whatever. So he, he it was just mentioned there, but there's no we don't know the linkage, you know, that everyone had, but at least in the, the written version they did dive into it a little bit more to explain that. I was going to say, they wouldn't kill those other people without a link between the six people. 
I mean, were there had... more than six then? Because like, why did they go after Adrian Barbo? I don't know. Uh... I was assuming it was the six like sailors that got killed, and so it was like retribution. So like, to- maybe I totally missed that. No, so we were so it. yeah, the six con- like so. What that was actually, the ghosts were the six conspirators coming for the gold. Blake was like they keep referring to him as Blake. He. If I remember correctly, unless he was the leper, I can't remember. I thought he was the leper. He might have been. We don't even know. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Dude, yeah. his whole plot is effed up, man. Well, like I said, Hello? I don't. The plot came after the fact. Oh, hello. I think we lost Dana. Dana? We lost oh. Dana. Dana's Six gone. Six must die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my dog's outside my door, breathing heavy. I must be next. Hope he knocks first. I love Tim. He's my best friend. Okay. Sorry, Chris is my best friend. Tim, you're okay. second. No. Okay. Best friend. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't even know where we left off. I, I, I don't either because everything went dark. <laughs> I think I, we were talking about the different conspirators or the ghosts, and we're like, were they the conspirators or were they the people from the ship? Okay. And I was wrong. I think you guys were saying that the ghosts were indeed the um. The lepers, the yeah, the lepers, right. yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. why they had like the worms and stuff. But what's yeah. interesting, were peeling off. Yeah, yeah, you know what? But what's, what confused me a little bit is when the priest is like talking about how he basically screwed over the conspirators too, and how he was like, you know, there was six, la da da da, you know, take me, and it made it sound like he was just like, all right, like, and then they kept talking about the money and the gold, and it's like, oh. So are the conspirators? So like, why was that? It's so unnecessary to bring it back up again. Like, it just felt like it was overly complicated for no reason. It was. It was unnecessary to bring up gold at all. Right. It just didn't yeah. have like revenge for killing me is one thing, but suddenly yeah. there's gold involved. Well, I mean, well, what you guys said earlier, he made this movie to be shorter than what the, I guess the critics or whatever was asking for, so he had to add some stuff into it, so maybe that's what he had to add into it to make it longer. I don't know. I guess you can only be a pirate if there's gold involved. I guess. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I, do, I do know all the close look shots. Look at the Goonies, the man. And all the kill shots and all that were done after the initial movie was made. They were all stitched back in. Oh, really? Yeah, like, because, like, if I remember correctly, they discussed it before they added all that stuff in there. John Carpenter has said, or some maybe it was Deborah Hill, like they said, you know, Halloween deserved a, and you know, the R rating, but they always thought that the Fog should have gotten a PG rating, um, because this was before PG thirteen, obviously, like was made, um, but like you know, it was it was slapped an R rating. But watching it again, I'm thinking, well, I mean, there are like four or five, like you know, they showed that people get stabbed with a hook or a knife. I mean, one dude gets ran right through with a sword. Oh yeah. Uh, well, he gets. Well, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, but yeah, I, if I remember correctly, all those shots and a bunch of extra stuff was added on afterwards. And I think that's why the plot's kind of really convoluted. It's like, John Carpenter went, he was with Deborah Hill, they were they were at Stonehenge, and they saw The Fog, and he was like, I want to make a movie about The Fog as a character. And that's what he did, and I feel like everything else just came in after the fact. It was like, I'm making a movie about The Fog, I really don't care what it's about, 
but I'm going to have the fog in there as a character and I'm going to spend a lot of time making it look awesome, which I think they did, yeah. you know, especially like how they had it. Like, um, if you ever watch a behind the scenes of how they like had to get the fog to behave like they did on the budget that they did, it was really interesting hmm. on how they went about doing it and stuff. But like, yeah, I feel like this, a lot of the storytelling was after the fact. Yeah. I, so I was, when you were, when you were talking about this movie not being rated R, I was thinking, it's like, I'm curious, is it really going to be, it's going to toe that line between PG and R for the time. And I kept thinking my barometer for what constitutes a PG movie of this time is Alex Kittner from Jaws getting bit, right? exploded yeah. in blood. Yeah. There was like no blood in this movie. No, no, it was, it was basically just, it really wasn't that much blood in Halloween either, but they did it. I mean, they act. I mean, there was there wasn't blood, but they showed the killing. But that's kind of I think how we wanted to do with go with this movie too. But doesn't they wanted to show the killing, but not the blood? But it was not as good as Halloween. It was it was just bad. Everything about this movie was bad. Well, I'm not going to say everything about this movie was bad. So I thought the special effects for the '80s is fine. The fog was cool. Um. The music, I so I enjoyed the music. I, I think it you you can obviously tell it's very similar to Halloween in, in a lot of ways, but yeah, but I, I feel John Carpenter has a very um he understands music theory to a degree, I think, that just a, in general uh-huh. um people don't won't get. And you know that's that's fine. He he deeply understands it. So it's not just like a, a copy and paste necessarily, but he has a way of really bringing out the best in um, you know, the time signatures he uses and, and a lot of that kind of stuff. So it's, to me, I think he's, he's really brilliant in that way. Um, it just, I, I feel like just kind of what you're saying, Chris, it's just, he had the idea of what he wanted to do, but not necessarily how to execute it. And then when the, you know, the production, everybody got involved and said, well, we need to make it longer. It's just, it just ended up warping the story. So yeah. I, I honestly, it just, it doesn't seem like this was something that he wanted necessarily but you know i i can see why a lot of people really enjoy this film for what it is you know being a a kind of ghost story and i think in many ways it the idea sounds better than it was executed Uh so and yeah i know they tried to remake it and made it worse so i I honestly i would love to see a sequel a legit sequel made of this movie or a remake of this movie that's based more on kind of what carpenter may have envisioned and you know, kind of, kind of go back to just making it a, a good, solid ghost story because I feel like there's something there, especially with the fog. I mean, I know there's some other movies, you know, similar that use fog as a uh, as a plot device, but the, I feel like there's something there. It just, I, don't, I just don't think it was executed the way that probably Carpenter wanted. I, I agree. I feel, I feel like now it'd be not with you know with the technology the way it is. Even if we were to like you know forego practical effects. There is. There's a story there. I mean, I, I, even though it was after the fact, and like, I think my dad really likes to, the, the whole beginning with, with the captain telling the story, I, you know, it, it sets the mood. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It's, it, to me, this movie is not so much good from like a movie like perspective. Like, it's not, you know, the story's not great. Yeah, you know, the acting's okay. It's, it, to me, it kind of sets the mood. It's one of those movies like you, you, you turn down the lights. Maybe, you know, you got a cup, hot cup of cocoa or tea or whatever, you know, popcorn. And it just kind of sets that October autumn feel. And that's why I think I like it. It's more about 
the ambiance of the movie, even sure. though it's not really fall, so to say, in the movie, but it kind of feels like it is in there. And it's a ghost story. And I think to me is like, that's why I like it. I don't know. That's how maybe the other fans maybe feel about it and stuff, but yeah. Well, and then, you know, today driving in the car, it's, you know, it's obviously we're getting that time of year, you know, early in the morning fogs everywhere. And it just, it kind of, uh-huh. it feels like that. So, you know, I, I get that for sure. Well, here's the thing. It's like, you know, we're, we're right in the middle of, of what Halloween is. And we, we started out with the fog. So I think we're going to definitely redeem ourselves with Hocus Pocus because everyone talks about this goddamn movie. Take it back. <laughs> it's Take not it a back. goddamn movie, Tim, you son of a so bitch. Good. <laughs> I think you're doing this movie that way. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, out of you. I'm just joking because I have not seen it yet. Um, so I, I think it's going to be fun. And I'm looking forward to it and, and everything. And so I, I think we'll totally redeem ourselves. <laughs> Uh, but I think what you were saying to Dana is that, and Carrie, just let's, so we've got, we got these Carpenter movies done. Dana so far is over two on the Carpenter world. I agree that for one, I think Halloween at least needs to be seen just because it's, it is a, the classic, but I'm also thinking the thing has to be watched to be a final verdict to see Carpenter. Does John Carpenter have any way of getting through to Dana who does not <laughs> prefer horror movies at all? Is there some redeeming quality that we can get from it? You know, the cool thing is, is that I will give it a try. So I'm going to find out regardless. So we'll see. Yeah, I'd say watch Halloween, watch the thing. Yes. And then, then make a judgment. I'm, yeah, I agree with Chris. I, the thing is a good movie. It's a good watch for sure. And Halloween, I mean, obviously, it's just, I mean, it's on, like, it started the 1st of October. It's, like, going to be on every day until probably, most likely, mid-November. It's going to be playing. Right. So we'll try it. We'll see how it goes. And we'll let you know. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. But let's, let's wrap up the fog here. Um, our rewatch ratings. Let's, let's see how, how this hits. And... It might be a little interesting, but um, Carrie, how about we start with you? Oh God, you're gonna start. <laughs> oh yeah. So what, I I ended up giving it a four, right? Yep. Yeah. So it was, I would say, marginally better than I remembered. Like now that I'm an adult, I think I just appreciated it a little bit more. Kind of like Chris was saying, it just kind of like sets the mood for the fall. Like I don't know, it was in that way, it was kind of fun and um, oh, God. You want my score, Tim? You're going to make me go first with my score. Uh-huh. I want to hear it. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I will say a <laughs> 4.5. Oh, wow. It went up. It did go up marginally. Now that I'm an adult, I feel like I could appreciate it a little bit more. It's not an enthusiastic 4.5. It's just a 4.5. It's, a, it's an adult 4.5. It's 4. an okay one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, an, <laughs> it's a mature 4.5. <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, with Dana though, like just to speak to what you guys were saying, Dana, I do enjoy Halloween a lot a lot more. So like if you are going to watch a John Carpenter movie, I feel like you and I are kind of on the same page. Like if I had been Usually. around for Big Trouble, oh my god, like Chris would have hated me forever. So <laughs> I'm kind of glad. Um but, you know, definitely watch Halloween. It's it's like so iconic. You have to see it. It's a good movie, good plot. Everything like, about Halloween is good. I mean, the, definitely the watch good. Halloween, but I will say this: like we talk about how the fog slows to like a snail's pace at times. So does Halloween. Ah, uh, totally. It, it it does. Like just heads up. Like is it better than the movies you've seen so far? Yes, but like there are like like I said, I was watching it Thursday uh, a little bit on AMC, and I forgot how long some of those panning shots are of just them talking about nothing relevant and i get why they're doing it but like even even i was like come on and you know let's go here but if you have to pick between the two i obviously say watch both halloween and the thing i do feel like cinematically overall the thing is a better movie really yes I feel like the pace thing, though, like, just to kind of set as a redeeming thing here, like, I feel like everything around that time that were, like, horror films, I kind of feel that same way about They're very slow. They are. Like, even The Exorcist, it's kind of like, okay, well, it's kind of slow, so nowadays... So it's like Friday the the 13th. Right. No, you're absolutely right. I just, for some reason, I feel like he really just hit his stride really, 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 really well with the thing. And maybe, and I also think it's because the, the cast is a phenomenal cast too, not to say that Halloween isn't, but like uh, the cast in the thing. And I think the whole Arctic setup and I don't know it, to me, it's, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite like sci-fi horror movies. So anyways, that's my, that's my rant about that. Carry in with a 4.5. So Dana. Okay. Um, you went with I... a five cause you were, you were hopeful. But again, you had the same look in <laughs> your eyes watching this film as you did Big Trouble, so. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I mean, it, obviously it's not a surprise that it's going to go a little lower, but I, I'm going to stick with a four for it. So, I mean, I still, it, it, it had potential for me, so I mean, it wasn't like the worst, again, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen, it just, I don't know. We are so on the same page, Dana. The only reason yeah. I gave it the extra point five is because I was like, it has potential, and I loved the like score. You know, it yeah. was just one of those like, I'm like, okay, cool, but totally agree. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and again, it's like I realized too is it's just like these are probably not the best examples of John Carpenter for me. So it's one of those where I'm like, I'm just gonna leave it there. But that's not like a terrible score. It's just one of those where I'm like, eh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a five. A five, you know, it's it's a very it's it's middle of the road. Well, she said four, but oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. I got four point five four. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm rounding up, guys. Give it to me. It's okay. <laughs> what did she um, get? Big trouble. That's kind, of, that's kind of better than I thought it, she was going to give it. So, okay, I'm going to preface before Tim tells you whatever my score was for Big Trouble. I think I was afraid to lower it at that point because <laughs> we were still pretty early on. I don't know that whatever score I gave Big Trouble is fair because I have a feeling that even though it's written in stone on that podcast, I don't even know if I would give it a two at this point. So. Oh my god! Damn, damn, I would have given it a two for sure. I'm right there with you. <laughs> damn. Dana. So wow. 
I, mm, so, so that one, no, that one's different. But like, I, I don't know that my score would be accurate because I got a feeling I gave it a four. But I feel like that was a very pressured four. Oh, yeah. We totally, whatever you did, give we totally pressured you into that. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to say that that might not be accurate. <laughs> no, I, no I, I totally agree with you. We, we, we made you kind of do that. You guys kind of bullied me. Damn it, Dana. It could have been more than that, though. That movie's amazing and you know it. No. Don't say it. How dare you? It's an amazing movie. Tim, so- what did I give it? So Dana gave it a four. Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you what, guys, let me, let me reveal something. So for our one year birthday, which is going to be January, not this December, whatever we did for home alone in January, listen, in January, (laughs) I want to have a special episode where we can just sit down and talk about everything we re-reviewed over the last year. Um, and maybe keep like a, a side asterisk note for the movies that we reviewed and, if there's something we want to change, we can. But just on the side. So, Chris, what do you get your score? Am I up? Like, is that is it, is it my turn? I mean, I don't I don't control this podcast anymore. So yeah, you, this has been off the rails about the last hour. So I love you guys. This is now the Thank Spash you. Show. Chris, I'm giving you a bear hug next time I see you. That's cool, man. I'll tase you. You get uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're getting the biggest hug ever, dude. <laughs> Let's see. My score, I gave it, what, an 8.5, I believe, in our last uh, uh, beginning part of this podcast? Something like that, yeah. Tim, could you please check the records? I was letting Spaz run it, but yeah, you did. No, Spaz was going to tell me <laughs> like a number. He's like, oh, you give it blueberry muffins and happy dances. Like, <laughs> Don't like you say blueberry muffins, because I really want those now. Just, just sit there quietly and think about blueberry muffins while I talk for a minute, then. So hungry. Um, all right, I gave it an 8.5. I'm going to say, i got to be honest. I'm going to bring it down a little bit. Like I, like I said, nostalgia wise, I rank it high because it was an opportunity to spend time watching a movie with my dad that he really liked. And I had and a lot of your fun best friend. and good memories. And so I did watch it again with my dad last night. Um, I said, sit there in silence and think about blueberry muffins. All right. Oh, <laughs> can't, even say, can't even say my name in there. No, no, I'm talking here. Sit down. Uh, asshole. Love you. Great muffins. Mm. So I watched it last night with my dad, and I gotta say, it dragged a little bit. And even though I love the ambiance of it, and it kind of sets the mood for like Halloween and fall, I gotta bring it down to seven point seven five. Wow, that's a nice. Right, I thought it was gonna be a little bit bigger, bigger drop than that. Wait, hold on. No, no. I mean, I still find it fun, kind of funny at times. Uh, and I, I like John Carpenter, except for John Carpenter's vampires. <laughs> oh, dude, I hate you. So I hate your face so much. So I, mean, I haven't seen it in months, but I hate it. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven point seven five, maybe even a seven five. To be honest with you, like like a whole point down. Actually, Tim, let's go with that because, like, like I said, the movie's not a great movie. It's just a fun movie, and it has a special place uh, in my book because of the nostalgia. That's pretty much what it is. All right. I'm glad you uh, lowered it down to 7.5 because I was going to get kind of angry. <laughs> Why? You don't like my arbitrary numbers? I don't, I don't like going into the, the hundredth of a, of a number. 7.73 with a, a repeating decimal? It's too much math, Chris. Stop it. 
pay. Hey, I'm all about math, man. I'm I was, I was, never, I was, I was never told Love I had math. to use certain, you know, whole number or only halves, you know. So, I mean, if we're adding decimal points, all bets are off. All right. That's fine. I'll allow it. But no, 7.5 is what I was going with, yeah. Okay. All right, Spaz. Your time to shine. All right. So, I think I gave it a 7.5. Uh, straight seven. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so mine is also going to drop, but I think I'm going to drop it down to, uh, I'm going to drop it down to a six because the first part of the movie, like I said, like during, uh, when they were talking around the campfire, that kind of got me hooked into it, got me psyched up for this movie because I didn't re- I didn't really remember it, but I also have this nostalgia of watching this movie with, my best friend. Nope. And his dad in his basement. So, and then it also kind of had this poltergeist thing in it too. Like, uh, with a, I think there was like a, like a TV theme, uh, like set going off in the beginning of the movie. And it turned on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The TV turning on and, uh, the pump, uh, the pump handle coming off and the lift going up and down or, or just going up kind of had me the semblance of like a poltergeist thing so i'm gonna give it a six because it just kind of reminded me of the good old days of watching poltergeist and watching this movie with my best friend chris and his dad and also then watching you know close encounters of the third kind after this movie so it was a good time back then with my best friend chris Uh love you chris this is the most aggressive name dropping I think I've like ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I say? My best friend Chris. Uh, well, here we are. It's my oh, turn. Best friend. Go ahead, Tim. I'll allow it to happen. Thank you. You asshole. Yes. I'm on. So here we are. This. Oh Jesus Christ! Just let me talk. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting to be about time there where you got to start muting yourself, there, Buttercup. <laughs> so, uh, so here we are. We're we're exploring Halloween, and when I look at these movies, I, I try to think, just like you were saying, Chris, I want to get in the mood for Halloween. The season, there's a lot of stuff that can really kind of get you there, and especially in these times of COVID and this virus is just screwing everything up, nothing feels right. Nothing feels the same. We're relying on our entertainment, movies, television, music, what have you, to kind of get us in that mood. So. And candy. Can't forget about the candy after all that talk we had. Um, Yep. And in the last episode, we started talking about all these movies that remind us of Halloween. It's just like, it just got me pumped and ready for the season. And I was really excited because there's a lot of movies. Like I said, I don't really watch this genre of movie very often. I don't go out of my way to watch horror or Halloween movies necessarily. So I'm, I'm definitely open to giving things a chance. Um, And Chris, I know you said that you don't really care for like the, the, torture porn like movies of yeah, like hostile uh, and, uh-huh. and and stuff like that um i for some reason i do maybe that just maybe i'm weird maybe that says something about me deep on a deep level but, <laughs> i mean oh, wow i don't know but, <laughs> wow like you like those movies i don't mind them Ugh. Not, just, really it's each to their own you know what i i try you know what each everyone has different flavors of what they enjoy right like I just, yeah, I have a hard time with them. It's like, yeah, I, I've, I've watched Saw. It's just like, it's just, it's so twisted and demented that I'm kind of like, okay, all right, whatever. 
Uh, but never mind. Let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll skip uh, that road. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go back to Nightmare Before Christmas and singing jolly tunes. But um, when I look at this movie, there was a couple things I was looking for. And for one, does it get me? Does it, do I feel like it's Halloween? And then in a way, yeah, I do. There's there's the music that sense that overwhelming sense of dread. I think is kind of throughout the whole thing, uh-huh. and a lot of what we talked about already. It, it it felt like it was just so much added to get it to the bare minimum for it to qualify as a theatrical movie. Um, that I felt like it just it dragged on a bit. The like I said, the ghosts were trolls. They did a lot of things that just seemed unnecessary. The yeah, the, the knocking. I mean, I, I wrote down every single weird thing that happened as a result of the ghosts, and I'm just like, okay, we could have cut it down at like 16. Uh-huh. It just, but it just kept going. But you know, I mean, some of the the really the the jump scares had nothing to do with the ghosts. They just had situations that caused a jump scare, like the priest hiding in the <laughs> shadows. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> that part was when he reaches his arm out and right. So I'm. Um, you know, there were certain elements of it. Yeah, they're they're just going for it a little bit. Um, but so there was, I was optimistic for this film, and I felt kind of let down in some areas. So this is kind of my long way of saying is, while I did come out and give this a seven because I was hopeful, it didn't quite meet my expectations um, for what I was hoping for. But at the same time, it's an '80s horror film with those kind of elements. With a shoestring so, budget, right? Yeah, it's. For what we say, it was a million, one point one million dollars, yeah. and a lot of that going into the special effects with the, the fog and stuff like that. And I, I, hey, having that you know that pirate ship kind of roll through, well, that was kind of cool, uh-huh. you know. But I wanted more. I wanted more out of the ghosts. I wanted more, you know, throughout the whole thing, and not just in the first fifteen and then the final twenty. But um, that's just yeah. Like I said, this is my long way of saying I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it down to a five. It just kind of just kind of hovers in the middle for me of, uh, you know, if you want, like, maybe this is one of those things that if it's on AMC or whatever, just binging Holly, you know, the, these Halloween classics or uh-huh. something that if it's on, maybe I'll just have it play in the background. But I don't see myself going out of the way to watch this again. I will listen to the score for sure, because when I actually heard the score, when I was prepping for the last episode, um, kind of, you know, cutting in the music I'm like, oh. I've heard this before. I never knew it was the fog. So it, yeah, it does have that Halloween vibe to it. So that there's some similarity there, but it's, it's uniquely John Carpenter for sure. And it, to me, John Carpenter is Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh, not just the movie, but just in general, it's like that kind of music is, is the kind of stuff you hear people playing on their porch as you're trick or treating and stuff like that. So for me, that wins it. That says that, yes, this is Halloween movie itself just kind of fell short so which is fair but i have to ask you because of our history with a certain john carpenter film i'm not sure if you directed it or not i can't remember but it's part of the franchise do you rank this better or worse than halloween 3 season of the witch <laughs> so i knew you were gonna go there yep um better. actually better <laughs> <laughs> see i don't know because what were we 13 yeah when we watched that movie he was and, like, out of all the, what is it? You rented it out of all yeah. the Halloween movies available to us. You're like, I got Halloween three. That movie of the witch. Was shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't help myself. I, I, that movie was garbage. Shit. <laughs> There's no Michael Myers in that movie. Shit. I know. I know. This movie, to... Even with all of its bad 
plots and storylines and everything. I'm sorry. If you're going to make a Halloween movie and not have John, uh, Mike Myers in it or Jamie Lee Curtis, kiss my ass. It's not a Halloween movie. Well, technically she's in it. Fine. Technically correct. Not. That's kind of correct. But she's like, yeah, it. it's because they were attempting to make an anthology-esque type of series and they were trying something different. And it they need so to bad. kiss my ass because that movie sucked ass. So I'm trying to remember. It was just weird as a um, 13 year old, just like watch this. Like, okay, so, okay, so these these masks are turning uh, whatever. I need it. So I was just talking to people online about this. Actually, I think it was today or yesterday about Halloween three, and I need to see it again because I there's no way I could have appreciated that film as yes. a 13 year old. Just and yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen it since. All I have is my memory of. Wondering what the heck I just watched. I saw it again. I don't know. It's been quite a while, but I did see it again. Like, look, if you go in, not obviously not expecting Mike Myers and such. I mean, it's still not a good movie, it's, but it is it is a lot better than when we watched it when we were 13, if you will. It's not good. No, it's not good. I didn't say it's it was not a good. Movie. It's, it's terrible. I'm sorry. It's, it's a bad movie. That is... A, that is... Out of 10, a 1.5 movie. It's shit. I will never like that movie. I could, I'm sorry. Maybe wrong person asked. Oh, yeah, I hate that movie. I hate it. Now you, well, got, now you got me all pissed off. Oh, so, now? Well, Donnie's not here, so this is the only thing okay. that can piss me off right now. Well, I can tell you one thing is that theme song has never left my brain. And I I hate the movie for that reason alone. Silver Shamrock. Shut up, Chris. (laughs) I don't know. So I honestly, I would give that movie another shot as now that I kind of know what to expect Mm -hmm. a little bit. I want to I want to see it again to see if it's if it just to change my opinion. Right. Yeah. I never want to watch that movie again in my life. Ever. So if somebody wants to sponsor us, watch Halloween 3. No, I, I, that'd probably be, I would probably refuse. I'd be out on that week. Mm. I'm not watching that movie again. I'm sorry. It's crap. Fair enough. So with all of our stores, scores combined, uh, that brings our average to a (laughs) 5.4. And uh, I hate you, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. Uh, so with a 5.4, I actually dropped our score down by 0.9, Oof. and it hovers just above Bad Boys. So even after all this crap <laughs> talking about this movie, it's still better than Bad Boys. You know what? That pisses me off. How long? How low do I have to go to get to below Bad Boys? Nope, no take backs. It, des- yeah. it deserves to be below Bad Boys. Nope. I got it. All right, I give it a two, Tim. Switch my number two. Um, in all your sales final. In your mind, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. It's not worse than Bad Boys. It really isn't. It's a good movie still. So, so with that, guys, um, yeah, maybe that wasn't the the best movie for us to jump into. But whatever. However, however this is you know this has a uh, a spot in in Chris's heart. And you know what? We we promised you when we started this, like we were going to dive into your your Halloween movies that that really means something to you. And I'm happy that we did because for one, I would not have gone out of my way to watch this movie. I know Dana wouldn't have. And um, at least, you know, we gave John Carpenter and honest to goodness shot again. 
<laughs> it's all flat for Dana, but you know what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, when it, when it boils down to it, you guys' choices, my top two choices was this or Pumpkinhead. So... Pumpkinhead would have been so much better, dude. Uh, I love Pumpkinhead. I mean, so do I, but I feel Dale like... Dale Tucker, dude. I, I thought we were doing till Dale and Tucker. Ran out of time, man. Ran yeah. out of time. But okay. I, I want to I wanna say that, okay, I haven't seen Pumpkinhead either, but I'm actually glad that that you chose like the, you kept pushing on this movie chris because it's just like it means something to you and yeah. to me that's that right there that's enough reason to do it so i'm, I'm well, glad I mean, you did you oh, yeah. it every podcast yes right. and that too this is about nostalgia right yeah. like exactly so it be like that, connected to yeah this yeah. is like my super nostalgic like yeah. like film um pumpkin yeah, is just a really good movie yeah yeah but see, like, sorry Dan. go ahead no, I, I mean, I, I really have that opinion, though, where it's just like, I'm glad that we went with this one because I'm like, you know what? It meant something. That's what this whole thing's about, is it's just yeah. like restoring like what we thought versus what it is now. And exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really good. glad you did it. Well, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I am glad you did this, too, because it's like a, it's been 20 plus years since I saw it. So I wasn't going to I probably if it wasn't for this podcast, I probably wasn't going to watch it again unless it was on tv and i was like oh hey look it's the fog here it is other than that i'm i am glad thank you chris Uh so maybe we'll pencil it in right now the pumpkin head and the pumpkin king for next october there it is (laughs) there it is i'll take two different movies for 200 alex (laughs) (laughs) we need uh till we got to do dale and tucker though dude we have that that's got to be penciled in for next year for sure you know what? Honestly, we could do Dale and Tucker anytime because it's not necessarily a Halloween movie. It's just an awesome, yeah, awesome I, movie. I, that, yes. That is true. That's very true. very true. I don't know about you guys, but I've only seen Tucker and Dale. Oh, well, fuck off. Oops, whatever. Same <laughs> damn names. Just I in the wrong place. I can't believe I'm to this. I have what? never seen that movie. Uh, and I feel like of every movie we've talked about, that's like the only time that's happened. Did Carrie just say Incubus? Because I love Hoopastank or... Uh, no, not even close. Nope. But, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought we had to end this the end this one like we ended the first episode. I am not quoting Incubus. Thank you. <laughs> two thousand <laughs> early two thousands music. There we go. Hold on. Come on, let's hold the wheel and drive. All right. There it is. <laughs> it's got it. I think Dana just ended it properly. Love you. <laughs> oh God. Well played, Dana. Well played. Well, meet me in outer space, guys. Uh, Oh, no. It's just science. There it is. (laughs) Maybe Tim might have ended it properly. Uh, So, with that, um, I guess thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) There's no guess. Thank you Uh, for being with us on this journey. I feel like we we say this all the time. Like, hey, Tim, good luck editing. Good luck editing, Tim. This one's yeah. gonna suck. Yes. Tim, you suck ass. Enjoy your property. Biatch. Why did I so say I, property? I don't know. I'm really <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to our next episodes because we're we're jumping into Hocus Pocus. I am oh, I'm so excited. This, oh this is the first God. I'm sorry, I'm so excited. This is the first time that we're seeing a movie that I am the only one that has never seen this before. I still find it so bizarre. Tim sucks. Tim sucks. It is surprising. And everyone talks this movie up. I think the last episode when we kind of talked our favorite movies, you all mentioned Hocus Pocus. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously. Like it's just so, like it's just it's, it's surprising that you've even seen part of it. Because Tim I, sucks. Not there's not one thing I can think. I don't even know what this movie is about. Oh, so my, I, oh I, god! Oh my god! I like I really don't even want to prepare for it because I want to just go into it just totally. Blind. I kind of want you to go in blind. Oh my and, god! And, it, and then we just like ad hoc it after the fact. So you know what? I'll do the work this time. I'm gonna tell Dana what I do, and she can get things going, and then we'll just. Go blind. I'm sorry to everybody for that, but <laughs> <laughs> Dana, to be honest with you, it might be better than what Tim does. Oh, <gasps> how dare you! Tim does a good job. Oh my Tim's god, okay. Tim's okay. I think I think Dana should. Host I the think next I'm pretty I sure I'm going to get booted off this podcast. <laughs> I mean, oh, we're no, still get, well, if I get booted, are we still friends, Tim? So thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> the mood. Don't worry, friends. We are still friends. Ish. I don't think that's what they're concerned about. <laughs> I think it might be. Because That's what you should be concerned about. If I'm not back next week, I'm dead because Tim killed me. Good. Hmm. Or maybe I make Chris. It or maybe no. both of them. Does that mean I'd have to see you? You miss me. How dare you, you son no, of a no, bitch. No, man. Tim, disrecord. I'm going to start swearing. Yes, Tim, disrecord, dis- Tim. <laughs> <laughs> start disrecording. Uh, no, bitches. No. All right, let me wrap this up. All right, let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, disrecord. Before, before I turn off this microphone and <laughs> kick Dan out and change the password, um, Fuck. I, I just want to say that after last week's episode where we gave a shout out to uh, Ben Birdperson, he actually sponsored us again, bought us some more candy for Halloween. So I just want to give him a thank you um, for supporting us again. I mean, you really didn't have to do that, uh, but it's it, it means a lot to us, especially for a small podcast. We're just trying to scrape by. Obviously, you can tell. Uh, so really appreciate it. Thanks for the Twizzlers. Thank, uh, you. thank you for the support. Thank you. I love Twizzlers. Thank you. Absolutely. And... For those that made it this far, uh, we're looking to record our next episode of uh, How Would Sean Bean Have Died? So if anyone wants to jump in and have a suggestion, let us know. Uh, we're, we're planning this out now. So if there's something that you're interested in or one of the movies we've reviewed that you want to jump in on, um, just hey, just let us know. And we're always looking for people to join us for some fun. And uh, we're looking to hopefully get one in in October, but you know, we'll see. So, thank you if you've made it this far. Looking forward to Hocus Pocus. Let's do it right. Let's let's end October on a high note with Hocus Pocus and really jam this one out. And look forward to your next host, Dana, who's going to take us there. Yay, oh God, Dana! Thing. What the heck? This is really a thing. Hell oh, yeah, it is. Okay, we're well, fine. I'm going to take up this job. Watch out, everybody. <laughs> You're going to be great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I am taking a vacation. <laughs> Uh, all right. You? you saucy minx. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> Dude, happy Halloween, bitches! <laughs>